grab your coffee. It's time for an episode of Chit Chat with the Queer and Creative. I'm your host, Melissa Da Silva. Hello, Chit Chatters. I hope all of you are doing well and staying healthy. I hope that you are getting the opportunity to stay warm and be able to watch your favorite Netflix show. I recently watched the show Ratchet. Now, if you haven't seen it, it's about a nurse that works in a psychiatric hospital. It's the backstory of the nurse that was a character in the movie One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Great movie. It has young Jack Nicholson and Danny DeVito. I highly suggest that you watch it. Now, in the series, Ratchet, it's a dark series that touches on some of the barbaric ways that mental health and homosexuality were addressed back in the early days. One of the patients is subjected to a form of conversion therapy, pretty much punishing the gay out of her. It is awful. And I hope this type of therapy doesn't occur in today's age. But unfortunately, other forms of conversion therapy do still occur today. Research has shown that this therapy doesn't work and can actually cause harm rather than be helpful. More than half the states in the U.S. have not outlawed this form of therapy. And it's extremely disappointing, especially as a therapist, because that is not what therapy is. And my guest today discusses what her experience was like in conversion therapy and how she's supporting those in the queer community. So please remember to spread the word of chit chat with the queer and creative with everyone you know, and subscribe to the podcast so you can get a new episode every week. Now, I hope that you enjoy my interview with Nancy Shadlock. Hello, Chit Chatters. I am so happy today. I have Nancy Shadlock here, and she is the CEO and founder of Centered Life Coaching and the host of the Coming Out Chronicles podcast. When Nancy finally discovered that she didn't have to divorce her spirituality to embrace her sexuality, she started creating the life she's always dreamed of. She's now married to a woman named Elena, and they have two sweet babies and a beautiful life together in Calgary, Alberta. Nancy, thank you so much for joining me today. It sounds like you've had quite a journey so far in your life. I have. Yeah, that's that's true. And so you offer coaching. So tell us a little bit about your coaching. Yeah, I offer coming out coaching, which predominantly is for queer folks, but it's for anyone who has discovered something about themselves that is different than how they have continually shown up in the world and they need help and empowerment to come out in an empowered way rather than just, there's this thing about me that you should know, but Mm. this is what's true about me. And I want you to know what's more true about who I am. And here I am. So what would you say besides, say, sexual orientation is something else that somebody might want to come out on? A lot of changes in spirituality, like Mm. if they were raised conservative Christian, say, and then realized, oh, there's like so much more to spirituality. It's more expansive than I realized. How do I share that with my parents and other people that I have known for most of my life? Interesting. And so tell me a little bit about your journey with the spirituality and not having to divorce it. Yeah, so I grew up fairly Christian, conservative Christian. My parents were missionaries. I grew up in Kenya for part of my life. And so I, I really was deep in that mindset of, you know, especially sexuality. You can't be deviant. You must marry a man and do all the right things. <laughs> and mm-hmm. so I worked really hard to do all the right things and it wasn't enough. It wasn't 
genuinely me. And so even after going through conversion therapy and, and really working hard to try and figure out how can I just pray this away and will it away, all these different things, recognizing like this is who I am and I want to be free to love who I want to love and who I'm attracted to. And um, I've had to let go of a lot of the dogma, but I would say that I'm still a very deeply spiritual person. My spirituality has just expanded now to include all kinds of ways that the divine is connecting with us in our lives. Interesting. And so did you have to come out to your parents about this? Definitely. Yeah. What was that like? So I used my haircut as an excuse. Okay. (laughs) Around the time that I got honest with myself and came out to myself, I was like, I got to do something that, well, I realized that I lived my life a lot worried about what other people think. Mm-hmm. And I, I'd wanted to have a cool asymmetrical haircut for a long time, but I was like, oh, people will think I'm a lesbian if I do that. And then realizing like, I'm not afraid of that anymore. Well, I'm still scared about it, but I'm not going to let people's opinions dictate it. So I went out and got half of my head shaved off and called my parents and said, I got this crazy haircut and this is what it represents. And it was hard at first. You know, my mom was on the board for a conservative Christian college and was like, oh, I've got to get off the board then because I'm not a good mom if I can't pray the gay away for my daughter. And my dad told me I was ruining his life. And it was super painful for a while. Um, And how old were you? I was 34. Okay. So, yeah, I was like later in life. And it's still devastating, though, because Mm -hmm. they were still a huge part of my life. And... The cool thing is that they have said that it's helped to expand their spirituality too now and to not have this narrow box. It's blown it apart. So they've had to look at, oh, like what are all these other ways that spirituality can be different than what we first thought? Wow. So do you find that it kind of brought the family together towards the end? Or how would you say? Brought the family together. There's still people in my family that aren't. 100% affirming. Mm. There's varying levels of toleration. I'm starting to realize like people tolerate it or turn a blind eye or there's not that many people that celebrate it in my family, which is a sad place to be in, a sad Mm. realization that I've had. I kind of have the inclination to just sugarcoat things and be like, oh yeah, Everyone's become really encouraging and affirming of who I am. But as I look closer, I'm like, oh, maybe they're just tolerating rather than celebrating. And so Mm -hmm. that's why I love working with families now and helping reconcile that so that parents don't have to just tolerate their kids and their new sexuality, but embrace it, celebrate it, find the gifts in it. And does your wife attend holidays with you and the family too and the kids? Yeah, she does. And my kids, I would say my kids are embraced and loved. Mm-hmm. It's strained sometimes mm-hmm. though. So that, that feels hard. Okay. So she's not the friend that comes with you. She's actually identified no, as your no, partner. Yeah, Good. Yeah, we, we are married. We, they've seen mm-hmm. wedding pictures. Not all of them came to the wedding, but my parents were there and that was important for me. 
Interesting. Now you went through conversion therapy. Can you talk about that a little bit? Because this is still controversial. Many states have not put a stop to conversion therapy. It's still allowed, especially with adolescents. What was that like? It was hard. Mm. I I would say I probably had a, a gentler form of conversion therapy. It wasn't, uh, I wasn't sent away to it. I went of my own choosing. It was more in the form of like a Bible study or a support group for people that had different sexual ideations than what the church agrees with. And so you could go there and get resources and support and meet with people to help you pray about this and teachings about what is the right way, where are the verses that show you what you need to do and be to be pure and holy. And and so I tried in earnest to to pray and to let go of my will and, you know, like all of these things that growing up Christian are very Christian jargon of let go and let God and all these different things, but it wasn't addressing the core needs of who I was and, and what I needed for support. Mm. And it must have felt like you weren't able to be authentically you, right? I mean, you just could not be who you were and had to try to get rid of who you really were. That sounds very, very difficult. Now, were you with other people or was it just one-on-one therapy? It was group program, yeah. So there was other people in the group and, you know, different people that were having affairs or that were other kinds of people that were breaking the rules kind of thing or outside of what was right. Mm, Wow. And would you say that conversion therapy is helpful for some people or do you feel that maybe we should just stop doing this type of therapy? I don't think it's helpful for anyone. No, Mm. I think it just creates pain and hurt and self-loathing that is not helpful for anyone. Mm. And as a therapist, that's the last thing you want to provide for your clients. I mean, that's just the complete opposite, completely unethical. Just, you know, and my heart breaks for, you know, anybody that's had to go through that type of therapy. It's it's really, really tough. And I'm glad that you were able to identify who you really were and embrace that. And now you're coaching other people to do that. And then you also have the podcast too. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so I started the Coming Out Chronicles as a way to share people's stories of coming out. And I think that whenever we can get into someone else's shoes via a story, it's so powerful for empathy building, but also understanding and being able to see that we all go through things that are coming out stories. And whether it's your sexuality or changing your gender or changing your spirituality or like all these different things. We each have this fundamental need to belong, to be loved, to be heard. And when I can offer space like that for people to be heard and share their stories and then for someone else to listen and be like, that's my story. Mm -hmm. And they're doing it way earlier than I have. And so now I get to hear what the last five years has been like for them. And I love sharing that portion of what's happened on the other side of the closet door for you so that you can be inspired to know that there is so much goodness on the other side. Cause I think that's one of the main fears is, uh, is my life going to end if I start sharing this new truth of who I am with the world? Yeah. Yeah. Especially if that is the message that you've been getting, you know, day after day for most of your life. Very, very interesting. Now, how do you find your guests? 
some are clients, some are colleagues, some are people that want to come on and promote their book. Yeah, it's been a variety of people and it's been really cool to see all the connections that have happened for people from listening, from sharing. Like most of the time when someone comes on my podcast, it spurs a next coming out chapter for them because they've gotten more visible. They're sharing with more people. It's it's in the top 100 for sexuality. And so people are listening to this and and then those who got interviewed are, are having that feedback in their life, which sometimes is scary, sometimes is encouraging. You never know quite what's going to happen with that coming out chapter, but it's also great to know that you're supported in it. That's amazing. You're offering this therapeutic opportunity for so many people just with your podcast. And now you're offering a retreat. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So I offer four shift retreats a year. And the one coming up in February is the shift retreat about relationships. And so it's a space to come and get a shift in whatever relationship feels really stuck, whether that's with your parents, if you've just come out or with your partner or with your kid or with yourself. Mm. There's, there's people that have, just come out and and aren't sure how to reconcile that within themselves. And so being able to get clear on what is your core wounding, what has been your habitual pattern in relationships, and then how can we see the way forward into health and beauty and connection. Now, is this in person or is it virtual? It's all virtual. So people can join from anywhere. Okay. And where can they find more information? Yeah, it's happening on February 18th to 20th online on zoom and they can sign up and get more info at centered.ca slash retreats or you can look me up in my my dms or whatever and connect. and we'll put it in the show notes too awesome. <laughs> so where do we think well where do you think we'll find you in five years hmm in five years i will still be offering retreats they are the joy of my heart and i love being able to offer that kind of support to people. I'll be doing one-on-one retreats where people come for an immersive experience, and then I'll be doing larger group ones. I will have beautiful family that's grown. Mm. <laughs> I think even from the two that we have, my wife and I were pregnant at the same time. And Oh, wow. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> we are also looking at, you know, adoption or fostering or other options too to grow our family because we have a lot of love to give and we are excited about offering that in the world. That's beautiful. Well, thank you so much, Nancy, for sharing your journey with us and your story. And I'm hoping that this is going to be so inspiring to everybody that listens to this podcast too. And hopefully they hop over and listen to yours because it sounds like it's a a great opportunity to listen to other people's stories. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. It was fun to be here with you. Thank you. And we'll talk to you soon. So I want to thank Nancy again for sharing her story with us. And all of you, make sure you follow Nancy on all her social media. And if you haven't done so already, follow me on social media. You can find me on Instagram at realmelissadosilva.com, or you can join our private Facebook group, and that is Chit Chat with the Queer and Creative Podcast. All right, until next time, keep being amazing, keep loving each other.
Bye bye.